0: Well, let's talk racing and rugby league with Adam Pengelly, who joins us. Good morning, Adam. Um, firstly, your thoughts on Loz's Sticky Wings Multi.
1: Morning, Ryan. Morning, boys. Um, I don't mind it this week, Loz. I think we've got, uh, obviously, the form around her has been completely frank. She'll be extremely hard to beat. Animo, oh, I don't know about this... Uh... Animo tomorrow against Zaki, this sort of match race, so to speak. It's going to be a fascinating contest, this George Main, I just want to see how the track's playing. If the track's playing fair, well, no doubt he should start favourite. It's going to be extremely hard to beat, but if there's any sort of bias towards horses that are drawn towards the inside of the leaders, he might have his work cut out. And I, I like Marzu. I think Marzu's it's his time to stand up. I think top four I think you're fairly safe there. I reckon his second leg might be the one here to try and squeak past Loz and bring it home with Marzu in the third league. Ooh.
0: Yeah. yeah, look, I you must feel – I feel pressure for you, Loz, when you put these multis on. You've got to put them on the line. Right? Like, for me, it only cost me $50. But yeah. for
2: you, it's reputation. That's exactly right. Reputational damage. And people think I'm a, <laughs>
0: a professional professional
2: gambler. punter. Mm. They yeah. think oh, I know my or stuff. Or
0: if you need it, top two and it finishes third, they think you're a mock.
2: Yeah, and that's what happened last week with El Rocco. We had El Rocco to finish he He's got nothing to lose. Two. He's got El nothing Rocco to lose. third. I, I think at, he's got everything nah, to lose. No, he
0: starts as a failure. He's coped so much stick from failing, yeah, from failing, okay, losing. What if They yeah. said, it's Easy. not Loz this year. Easy. It's going to be Bring you." Bring it on! Stick, I couldn't care really. Assume, assume. <laughs> don't get on it. I'm advising people: if I'm doing the multi, don't get on it. If you do, <laughs> it's at your own peril. Go for it. It's Your cash. I'd say that I'm in front overall by just throwing fifty bucks on a week. Lost had three in a row. He's Mate, had, he had you, three wins in a row last month. Yep. <laughs> you would be in front. You would be in front
2: if you had the same stake. Every week, mm. but anyway, uh, not about me. No, right, not Adam, about me. It is about the uh,
0: <laughs> the finals this weekend. What a weekend it promises to be! It starts with the Eels Raiders tonight. As I mentioned before, a little bit of a disruption with uh, what they were reporting about that internal review, um, suggesting there was nepotism. I, I know that uh, the majority of that re- uh, review centred around you know the jersey flag and the the, the sort of younger sides, not necessarily the senior group as such but it was a pathways through to the the main group what did you make of that
1: yeah i did see that report ryan and, and you're right i think it mostly focused on the, the pathways and the elite development underage i don't think there's any reference directly towards the nrl team which a lot of people say obviously brad with his son jake and being in the team and, and naturally people draw those conclusions i think we've got to be really clear in saying that it probably that that report did re, did refer to the junior pathway mm. sort of system i Listen, I don't think it's going to have a massive impact on the NRL team tonight. You, you wouldn't think so anyway. Um, Do you reckon Jake Arthur will play tonight? Yeah, I think he will. Guys. Yeah, I think he will. Um, I know he hasn't got a whole lot of game time in the last, uh, the last few weeks. I know mm. a few minutes off the bench there last week. But he, he's been part of that squad and part of that 17 for the majority of the year. And sometimes he's played a bigger role, other times he hasn't. And I suspect they probably need some sort of you know back option on, on the bench. Yeah, I'm, I, think,
2: I'm thinking he mightn, mightn't play. Leave him out.
1: Hmm. Uh, uh, and Nathan Brown like not, be- yes. not yeah not I because think of, I
2: think they might go with four forwards on the bench not because of this though. no i I just think that more I thought about this game and the more the Raiders have the strength in the middle mm. I, I think they might go with Nathan Brown on the bench uh, Adam start. Th-
0: th- there's always I guess people um always speculate you know does the media does the media hold something like this and and release it at a certain time you you've been in the media for long enough how, how does it work from from your your perspective Do, as a journalist had this story for for a month or two months and 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 thought you know what i'm just going to hold this until you know the day before the Parramatta's biggest game of the year
1: yeah it's a very good question clarky um if I'm being honest, a lot of the time the, the the media will try and get maximum impact from a story, yeah, um, and that's all about releasing it timing. In this case, well, I, I didn't write the story, so I, I don't yeah. know what the circumstances around it were. Um, uh, personally, if that was me and I had some information like that in a story, I, I'd I'd be releasing it as soon as I I had it, basically, as soon as I felt comfortable to to, to yeah, write. It. Okay. I I wouldn't wait necessarily for a situation like this before the Parramatta got a big knockout game. You'd, be, you'd, you'd have
2: to be worried that someone else might get it at some <laughs> stage too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's
1: there's yeah. no one more paranoid in life than journalists. I can give you the tip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So you probably you probably wouldn't want to be waiting like that. But again, I, I don't know the circumstances around this this story. I, I didn't have it. I didn't write it. But. Uh, no no doubt it's probably created a bit of an unwanted distraction for I'm yeah. um, heading to the game tonight. And and well just as you mentioned, I, like, you look at that Raiders bench. Um, they've been I reckon criminally underrated the last six weeks. Like Emray Gould and Corey Hawsa have been fantastic off the bench for them when yeah. Papa Lee and Tuffany go off and Tom Stalin's creating some havoc around Dummy Harper and Zach Wolford takes the takes a sting out of the game. So just, I know Ryan mentioned the market earlier. I, geez, I think the Raiders are still a big price for this game tonight. Like, it's not off the stick. I think you can definitely buck them with the start. It's going to be a lot closer than what the market's suggesting. Yeah,
2: I, I think you're right there. and that, That's why I, the more I look at this game, the more I look at Parramatta and the more I think Brown might even start mm. um, and, and push Madison back to the bench or bring Brown onto the bench because the Raiders' strength is not only their starting six – but those four forwards that come on and they make an impact and they lose Adam Elliott, but Ryan Sutton's a very good player and mm. he's in the similar mould to Adam Elliott. And they play with freedom with the football, they offload, and that is my big worry with Parramatta. Do they – for me, the pick of the game, the, the more they go into their shell.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: The more they go into their shell, oh, oh, I just want to see them go out there and just play. Don't yeah. worry about the, the outcome. Just, just, go and play in the moment, and if there's an offload there to to to, to be had, do it because well, that's I'll their best a chance of having success.
1: Early this week, Loz, and he had his press conference and he said something that I thought was really really telling, I thought it was a positive sign. He says, "We're got to go out and win this game rather than going that going out there not to lose." And if that's the message, he saw it sort oh, of freaking well, players. Yep. That, that that's a good message because I think you're right. Parramatta in the past in really really big games can be accused of going into their shell a little bit and being a little playing within themselves, and I, I don't think they can. Well, they can't win the comp if they do that. No. They've, just got to play, they've got to play that uh, sort of high-tempo um, uh, brand of football where they're throwing a lot of offloads and really challenging teams. And I still go back to that game. Do you remember that game, Was I think it was just after the origin period, or midway through the against the Roosters. And that first half of football they played against the Roosters at Combank Stadium was some of the best football I've seen this year. And that's what they're capable of doing. Um, they've just got to put it together for a couple of games now, don't they? Yep.
2: What about sharks, Rabbitoes, buddy? Who do you like?
1: Yeah, I'm going to start with the sharks, see, Clarky.
0: Sharks
1: You're with uh, yeah, Moser. were fantastic last week against the Roosters. such an emotional occasion, though. It's going to be a huge test for Jason Dimitri how he gets these teams to level their emotions out this weekend. And again, I like this game tonight. I look at the four packs, and I just I think I think the Shark has got a very underrated four pack, and might have a bit of an edge through the middle there. You've got their bench as well. The Sharks' benches fantastic when you can see they've got the likes of um, Braden Hamlin-Urelli on the bench there, um, Cameron McInnes, who I thought was outstanding last week. Uh, Teague Wilton has been a, a real fine this year, Andrew, for feeder. And I think the loss of Tom Burgess, I know he can do some clumsy things on the field, is going to be a bit of a blow for the for the Rabbitohs. Again, if Luttrell turns up in the form that we know Luttrell can play in, well then the Sharks watch out. But oh, I know they played 93 minutes last week, but I think the Sharks have done enough to suggest they might be able to get past the Rabbitohs there tomorrow
2: night. Yeah, I like the Sharks. I think it'll be uh, a, a wonderful game. Mm. But I just think they've been underrated all year, the Sharkies. Yep. And I've probably fallen into that trap. I, I don't know whether they can win the comp, mm. but they've finished second for a reason. And for me, it's been their ability to play as a 17-man unit, not rely on one or two players. a um, South, you just know that if if, if you can limit Latrell and Cody's impact... And, and, and probably Cody more so than Latrell because I think Latrell feeds off off Cody and they're in good field position. They both come alive. Mm. Um, so I think if, if the Sharks can control their forwards, control where Cody is, um, it'll give themselves every chance of winning.
1: Yeah, and Nico Hines has been fantastic, hasn't he? Like last week in a, in a beaten team, oh, he was absolutely outstanding. If he can show the same poise and control again. Uh, I don't think there's any reason why the Sharks can't win. Again, I'm expecting a pretty close game, but I'm just going to side with the Sharks in a, in a narrow one.
2: Can you see Munster going to the Tigers? <laughs> oh,
1: How about this? <laughs>
2: well, He's $1. five
1: to go to the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say is, good on the Tigers for actually having a crack. Like, yeah. they, they, they need some sort of signing just to change the narrative around the club. They need a circuit breaker. I highly doubt Munster's going to go to the Tigers, but the fact they're putting their hand up and saying, listen, we want to have a red hot crack, I, I applaud them for that. Uh, whether he goes there, I highly, highly doubt it. And I just... I don't know if you guys noticed the narrative around Cameron and some of the some of his talk last week I found really interesting. For the first time, I reckon, in a long time, he was he was quite on the record last week sort of saying that he's got to start thinking about his partner and her yeah. family and back Glad in Queensland. And I thought, oh, well, I think we know which way this is going to be going, uh, don't we? So I, I think the Storm are pushing, uh, facing an uphill battle to try and keep him. And I just think that language shift in the last week or two suggests that he's He's probably firming by the day to go back to Queensland and and play for the Dolphins in 2024.
0: And surely environment plays a part because there's a number of Storm players going to the Dolphins.
1: Of course,
0: yeah. You know, I know a lot of people will say, well, the Dolphins are probably going to get flogged most games for the first couple of seasons. But if you know you're going into an environment where you're comfortable with a number of those players and, and, and potential combinations perhaps. Surely that's a major factor also.
1: Yep. Kafusi, the Bromwich boys, Ryan, you're exactly right. And that would make it a lot easier for, for Cameron to make that transition to the Dolphins if he does go there in 2024. And, and again, the Dolphins, I know they're only a new franchise, but they desperately need that marquee player just to get, get on their books and help them attract other talent. So... I'd imagine if Cameron's still on the market on November 1, hasn't made an official call on his future before then, I would say he's uh, he's long odds to be still at the Storm.
2: Mm. Now, I saw this uh, last night on the news, Adam. There's an inquiry into Keith Titmuss' death. Do you know much about that?
1: Yeah, quite sad, Loz. Um, we probably knew this day was coming, but the coroner has opened an investigation into the circumstances of Keith Titmuss' death. He was a manly player who passed away in the pre-season before... Last season, in late 2020, after just a freak accident, apparently went into a seizure and couldn't be revived. And this, is, this has sort of been going on for the best part of 18 months now. The family hasn't got any real answers around the reason for his death. So uh, police have started interviewing a lot of people involved with the Manly Club and everyone who was there on the day to try and find some answers. And this will be a coronial inquest, the subject of a coronial inquest. So I'm just hoping for the family state they can get some clarity and some finality on, on what forced Keith to pass away. But it seems, it's been such a... A tragic story. Let's hope get some answers soon.
0: Well, Adam, within the space of about 40 minutes, people get to see Animo and Zaki go head-to-head, and then about 40 minutes later, you get to see the old boys, Nature Strip, and Eduardo go head-to-head once again. Racing really doesn't get much better than it does on Saturday.
1: It is a fantastic day's racing, Ryan. I'm a little bit concerned about how this track's going to come up, and as Clarky mentioned, we've got a beautiful drying day today, so I'd expect it's going to improve relatively quickly. We'll probably start in the soft range and see how we go from there for the rest of the day. Best bet on the program, Um, like a lot of other people, I like race nine, number nine, Benno. He's been absolutely fantastic in two runs, but provided the track's playing fair, I think third up, 2,000 metres is right up his alley. And my other bet on the program is race five number one top rank? I know he's first up here, and a little bit of a question mark. I want to see how he parades in the in the ring. But, gee, I think it's a big price for a horse who has outstanding form in his in his first Australian preparation. And then again, in the Chipping Norton, he's only run of the autumn when he was close up behind, very elegant. I think around that $6 is a big price for him. So race nine number nine, Venno and race five, number one, top ranked, the two best on the program for me tomorrow at Randwick.
0: All right, great stuff, Adam. Looking forward to the day's racing. So race nine, number nine, Benno, your best, and race five, number one, top ranked. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Chat soon. See
1: you, boys. Enjoy the weekend.